Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and Happy New Year to you. Uh, Before I open Black Belt Theater for the first time in 2019, I just do want to say that uh, I just heard today that Mean Gene Okerlund, famed announcer, interviewer, WWE, WWF personality, passed away. And uh, it's it's really a sad passing because Mean Gene was definitely a character. He was definitely a player in the WWF, WWE. Even when he jumped ship and went over to WCW, Uh, You know, the WWE eventually brought him back. You know, he worked sporadically. He did do features in the independents. But Mean Gene, Mean Gene Okerlund, was a legend. You know, uh, he didn't have an in-ring career, but his interviews, uh, his announcing, just just his personality, his presence, uh, he he was a class act. uh, That very distinct deep, suave voice of his, uh, always in a tuxedo, and just a very dry, sarcastic wit, you know, just watch any old interviews that he conducted, uh, you know, with Hulk Hogan, with the Iron Sheik, especially with Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, he would get little side comments and one-liners in there, but he would always remain professional, so Mean Gene, you are definitely going to be mixed. All right, so like I said, for 2019, we're going to open the doors to Black Belt Theater, and I think I really picked a good one. I had actually forgotten about this film until I was flipping the channels the other day, and I saw it on Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, wow, is this one a treat. If you don't know this film, if you've never seen it, I highly recommend you go out and get it. So this film came out in 1991, and... It's a buddy movie. It's a buddy cop movie, buddy cop martial arts film starring the late Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren. Yes, the son of Bruce Lee paired up with Ivan Drago. And it gets better from there, trust me. Because Dolph Lundgren's character, uh, both Dolph Lundgren, sorry, both uh, Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee, they play cops uh, in L.A. in the uh, Asian crime division. So Dolph Lundgren's character was raised in Japan. He considers himself Japanese, even though he's a giant Viking Thor-like god person. Um, but he considers himself Japanese. He actually despises American culture. So why is he over here working in America? I don't know. Brandon Lee, uh, his character is half Japanese and uh, totally raised in America. He's a California boy. Um, thinks Japanese culture is really stupid. He's actually very racist in this film. Well, racist for the 90s, let's just say. He makes some comments that are... It's like, dude, you're half Asian and you're mocking Asians. Whatever. Um, So that's really... I mean, that's really the big key to this film is the actors, their chemistry together. Uh, You know, and when you look at the cast, I mean, this is actually a pretty good cast. Um, Playing... The head of the Yakuza that uh, Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee are going after is an actor by the name of Kari Tagawa. Now, if you're not familiar with him at all, if you've ever seen the Mortal Kombat film, he was Shang Tsung. Kari Tagawa is actually an excellent actor. Uh, He always plays a villain, and he plays villains very, very well. Um, He has a very commanding presence. He just... When you see him on screen, you know, you know, he is not the good guy. He is a bad guy, 
and he is up to no good. He is evil. He's actually can be very scary, very intimidating. Uh, you know, the looks that he gives, the way he uses his voice. And actually, you know, if you look up about, uh, about Kari Tagawa, he actually is a martial artist himself. He studied, uh, multiple martial arts. Uh, he was also an athlete when he was younger. I, I believe he, he played basketball. Maybe he even ran track. Uh, so he actually is a very athletic guy. And rounding out this cast, and this is the way you round out a cast, this is a very young Tia Carrere. Wow. She is gorgeous in it. She is she is gorgeous. Um <laughs> I had, have, still have to this day a huge crush on Tia Carrere. Um, you know, this film definitely helped me out. <laughs> um, I mean, she is just, to me, she, she's gorgeous. Uh, I actually loved her in her old Relic Hunter show. It was a fun show. I mean, I watched it because it was Tia Carrere, but... It was actually a pretty good show. It mixed adventure, it mixed humor really, really well. And for, you know, for a TV show, I thought it did a pretty good job. But Showdown in Little Tokyo, the basic plot here is that, like I said, Dolph Lundgren, his character, was raised in Japan. Uh, when he was nine years old, he witnessed his uh, parents being murdered by Yakuza. Um, and it turns out that the Yakuza member that did it uh, is the character now played by Kari Tagawa. You know, he now runs the Iron Claw Yakuza. Uh, he's over here in the U.S. He's taken over clubs. He's taken over breweries. He's making drugs. You know, he's basically forming his little empire there. Uh, Brandon Lee, like I said, he becomes uh, Dolph Lundgren's partner. And uh, we get a scene, actually, when they meet up. Uh, it's at a little restaurant that, uh, it's a little Japanese restaurant. Apparently Dolph Lundgren fre frequents it every day. Uh, the woman that owns it, she's a, you know, sassy little store owner there. She flirts with him a bit, even though she's probably in her seventies. Um, and the Yakuza come in, they want protection money and Dolph Lundgren steps in to, uh, you know, he's going to put a stop to it. And it's, it's a very funny fight scene because he fights with a cup of coffee in his hand. And, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, Dolph Lundgren doesn't know how to fight because the guy could probably snap me in two, even at his age now, because uh, if you've seen him lately, he's still in kick-ass shape. And I do know that he, he you know, he studied martial arts. Um, you know, he's also famously, he was a member of the Swedish pentathlon team. Uh, I believe he did go to the Olympics, but he didn't medal. Uh, yeah, Dolph Lundgren is very, very athletic, but... In some of these like fight scenes, he, he just looks a little bit out of his element. Almost like they're trying to make him do a martial art or trying to make him like fight in a way that he's not comfortable doing. He he just doesn't look very comfortable doing it. And it's kind of a shame because, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what people's take on Dolph Lundgren is, but I recently saw Aquaman. And Dolph Lundgren is one of the he's one of the kings in the seven seas. And I was actually amazed, like, and, and I said it to my daughter, and I said it to my wife, I said, I never really realized that if you give him a chance, Dolph Lundgren is actually, he's a pretty good actor. Um, you know, he's known for Ivan Drago, of course. Um, you know, he's known for his ton of action roles. But I think if you give him a really good script, 
he could do a pretty good job with it. He actually has very, very good presence. And that's the one thing I got to say here is, you know, the lines are corny and cheesy. Um, you know, the action scenes, they aren't choreographed really, really well. Like I said, it, it almost makes it look like they're trying to make Dolph Lundgren do something that he's not comfortable doing or he's never really done before. So he doesn't look very comfortable in his fight scenes, but he's a very, very good actor. Um, you know, he keeps that very sort of like dry, straight personality, uh, you know, sarcastic remarks here and there. But I mean, he's, he's really the star of this film. Brandon Lee, like I said, playing this California guy, half Asian, half Japanese, you know, he's like, yeah, I really want to learn how to surf, but my mom made me study Japanese culture, man. That sucks. But, um, you know, I mean, obviously the son of Bruce Lee, he is trained, uh, you know, he is excellent in this film. I mean, they're, they're, they both are. Like I said, the four people that I mentioned, you know, Brandon Lee, Dolph Lundgren, Carrie Tagawa, and Tia Carrere, I mean, they are excellent in this film. Um, they really seem to be having a good time doing it, especially, you know, Brandon Lee. He's just, he is really, really enjoying it. And that's the thing, this film came out in 91, so it's three years before The Crow, uh, you know, where he would tragically pass away. And, you know, I think it's really sad because I think <clears throat> if it wasn't for that, especially, you know, if you do watch The Crow, uh, I think I think his star was really ready to take off because he did an excellent job in The Crow. He does a very, very good job here. Again, this is a cheesy, corny movie. If you love cheesy, corny martial arts films, please watch Showdown in Little Tokyo. Because in the end fight scene, you get to see Dolph Lundgren pretty much dress up like a samurai uh, and run through the streets of L.A. with a machine gun. It's incredible. Uh, he has a big showdown at the end with Kari Tagawa. They have a battle with samurai swords, which, once again, is very poorly choreographed, which really is a shame because you have two actors here with martial arts backgrounds. They're both athletic guys. Get a good fight coordinator in there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it's... This fight scene, this end fight scene, this samurai showdown, if you will, it's almost as bad as one of the showdown scenes in a movie called Samurai Cop. And just go to YouTube, Samurai Cop, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And like I said, it's a shame because you have two great actors, two great athletic actors, and this is kind of what we get. But this is a total fun movie don't take it serious there's barely a plot there bad guys come they're making drugs the cops are gonna stop them there's a showdown um there's a torture scene uh where you get a shirtless and pantsless Dolph Lundgren so if you're into that you know definitely check that out uh and a shirtless Brandon Lee being you know tortured via electricity kind of similar to what happened to um to what happened to Mel Gibson in the first Lethal Weapon movie, which came out a few years earlier. Uh, and again, it's just, it is corny as all get out, but it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, I was flipping through the channels. I saw it. I stopped. I made uh, Diana watch it. She got a good laugh out of it because she saw it for what it was. It's a cheesy, corny movie. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. So please I was going to say run out to your local Blockbuster, but they don't exist anymore. But find a way. I mean, you know, 
go on YouTube. I'm sure it's on YouTube too. Showdown a little Tokyo. You will not be disappointed. Guys, do me a favor. Head on over to www.brothersinarmchairs.com. That'll link you up to every single podcast in the Brothers in Armchairs network. Of course, your favorite stuff you don't need to know. Defender of the Realm, Enter the Nerd Zone, Nerd and Me, Fat Guys in Little Coats. This is Jay, closing the doors on Black Belt Theater, and I'll talk to you guys soon.